The following program contains elements of programming that are previously recorded and may appear as live. Welcome to Hope Reigns, a show brought to you by Eight Days of Hope, where we share God-sized stories from the mission field all around the country. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella. Well, hello, dear friends. Steve Tiber along with Mike Fiella. Welcome to Hope Reigns. Good afternoon on the East Coast. Good morning in the Midwest and out West. Mike, how are you, my friend? We are doing just fantastic. I mean, uh, you know, God is so good if you keep your eyes fixed on Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. Nothing we have to do with it, Amen. but keeping our eyes on Jesus. Because you know, so much is going on. And you know, in the craziness of the land, he still sits on the throne. The throne. Our father does, right? Yeah. Nothing has changed. He's not surprised. He's not taken aback. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, but welcome to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Um, we are so glad that you've joined us this morning. We share God-sized stories from the mission field. And boy, oh boy, the mission field mm-hmm. has been busy lately, Mike. We've been picking a lot of fruit off of that uh, oh, off of that vine from uh, between uh, well between safe houses and now the hurricanes and then tornadoes we'll give everybody an update on everything but yes there's just so much opportunity for to get out and serve the Lord Jesus so just stay tuned to the show and listen to what's going on. Sorry, I'm interrupting. <laughs> no, no, hold on, right? I mean, it's, it, it's it's changing every day. Yes. You know, Eight Days of Hope started after uh, Hurricane Katrina. We rebuild homes for free after natural disasters. Over 6,000 homes have been built by skilled and less skilled volunteers, single moms and granddads and Boy Scout groups and contractors and roofers and, and guys like Mike and I that can do a lot of, of well, we do a little bit of everything. Um, but like we have that. a lot of fun. I like that we less skilled thing. Yeah, I, yeah, it makes you feel comfortable at home because, well, no, everybody has something they can contribute, whether it's making Absolutely. a sandwich, raking a, a yard, or just uh, picking up debris or doing something, or if you're very skilled, uh, up on a roof or whatever. Yeah, they, plumber, yeah, a right. guy that does drywall, and you got it. So about $53 million of work has been done. Last year, we launched a new arm where every month our goal is to fill, to help a current ministry renovate, build, or remodel facility to be used for those rescued from sex trafficking. And and later yes. today, we're going to tell you about something we're doing in Indianapolis next month, September okay. 12th to the 16th, and we're looking for about 10 to 15 more skilled okay. skilled volunteers for this outreach. We're going to be partnering with Frank and Linda Reich. Frank coaches oh, the Colts. Awesome. He's a dear friend of both yours and, and, and mine and, and, and of so many others. Just uh, uh, Ascent 121 is the name of the ministry in Indianapolis. And again, we'll be looking for some skilled volunteers. It's free. Uh, we won't charge you anything to come serve, right? We'll give you a safe place to sleep. <laughs> we'll feed you really good. Uh, we'll, tell more, we'll tell you more about that this last segment. But Mike, what a busy month month august has been well now we're going to start getting into well we are in the hurricane season obviously up and down the east coast and then uh of course we'll be talking about the cedar rapids situation with uh, the tornadoes that yeah. came in so i was hoping you would mention the hurricane that we helped on because kind of like 2020 right nothing comes easy who picked okay. that name okay um all right give it out here uh, let me get you a drum roll okay all right what was the name of the hurricane again ecs Oh, look at you. ECS. I gave you a 9.5. That was unbelievable. <laughs> well, there's somebody always in your corner, and I think you were the guy <laughs> in my corner this morning when I came into the studio and said, how do you pronounce that, Steve? Eight and Days so. of Hope went to North Carolina, and we were in Leland, North Carolina, partnered with uh, Renovation Church and some other churches down there. And Mike, uh, mm. I know it's been a couple weeks since we've been gone, but uh, the crew that went down there, okay. uh, this was the A-team, the A-plus A-team. team. Oh, okay. my gosh. So these 
these guys that all went down, all of them were either certified chainsaw okay. operators. Mm. They knew how to operate our lift trucks. Yes. You know, multiple bobcats were being used, and they did an amazing job. They prayed with every single family they served. Awesome. Dozens, dozens of families had free tree work and chainsaw work and tarps, you know, put on the roofs for free, all in the name of Jesus. What an amazing time in North Carolina. Oh, my, my. And I saw the one picture. Is it, now, you correct me if I'm it's a bucket truck or a. Or yeah, it's, that, yeah, it's a lift, a bucket it, truck. And it went very, very high. Look, about two stories. And the guy posted, This is how I get high in the morning. Or oh, <laughs> did he? Oh, I didn't see that. Okay. <laughs> it was hilarious. And it was, but it was just a, a good picture with a chainsaw. He's very, I mean, that tree must have had been two stories high. And he's up there. He said, This is how I get high in the morning and serving Jesus. You know, it was oh, awesome. Great gosh. picture. You got to check it out. Oh, you can't wait to uh, can't wait to uh, see that. I didn't I didn't see that. We were in North Carolina and uh, had a lot of fun down there. And then right now, today we're in Cedar Rapids, yes. Cedar Rapids, Iowa, and it has been a whirlwind. Mm. Uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, they you know people say they had a tornado. So a tornado. Not that I'm a disaster expert yet, but but I've learned a lot in 15 oh, years. You had to, yeah. The winds on these storms were up to 120 miles per hour, which would qualify for an EF2. But it wasn't a tornado that circulated. These okay. are straight line winds, and the damage and the volunteers the last couple of weeks they have just been loving and serving these families. You know, we brought all the heavy equipment to Cedar Rapids, and um, you know we're still there. This morning mm. we're still there. Uh, later today we'll decide if we're going to extend another week. We'll know in a little bit. Go to our website, 8daysofhope.com, to either volunteer. If we do add a week, again, we'll know here probably in about two hours. Um, and of course, you can donate online to help offset some of those costs. But it's been an amazing two weeks. Well, it, it, as we were talking earlier about a, a Dreco. You know, we want to explain yes. that to the people, because I have yeah. never heard that. This sounds even more disastrous, more you know, destructive than anything yeah, these, else. Yeah, these are straight line winds. I've only experienced that one time in my life. I was living in Mississippi, and uh, I was back in '99 or 2000, and and I was on a golf course, and I saw a storm coming. And these straight line winds, I mean, they would knock you over. Mm -hmm. um, many homes lost trees and roof shingles and a lot of damage. Now those winds were like 75, 80. This was 120. Oh my. Yeah, so power was power was out for almost a week in a lot of the areas. A week, uh, yeah. Oh, so no. you know, it was it was widespread. It, it was not only in Iowa, but it was Missouri and Illinois. But you know, Cedar Rapids is going to be our Midwest satellite, the home of our Midwest satellite, and so we. Um, we uh, deployed there. Our building actually had some damage on it. I was going to ask about yeah. that. I mean, how, how, how severe was that? You know, it, it wasn't severe. It was minor compared to everyone else's. At the same time, we've been renovating it. So, of course, you're not hoping that, you know, you've got to do any metal work or sure. see why you had a couple of water leaks. Um, but, you know, we're based in Tupelo, Mississippi. We have a northeast satellite in Buffalo. And on October 17th in Cedar Rapids, we're opening up our Midwest satellite. And so uh, for more information, come hang out with us. Uh, go to our website. October 17th in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. And that will be our Midwest satellite. So we'll have equipment and leaders in three different parts of the country. So like earlier this month, we were in North Carolina and Cedar Rapids at the same time. Wow. How do you hold up with all that? I mean, and, 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 <laughs> I, I, mean I know God holds you together, but now 
You you talk about October seventeenth that open. You have a wedding of your daughter just before then. Just the week before, Mike. Yeah, <laughs> the, sec- the, sec- the, the second family wedding in sixty days. But hey, oh, you know, they got for coffee, right? And then you got all, oh, all organizing all those. Well, God bless you. I, I tell you, we we have a great leadership team. Okay, uh, a great board, one hundred sixty volunteer leaders, um, one hundred sixty volunteers from around the country, thirty one states, eleven different denominations. The church being these ch- the church and these leaders are phenomenal. Oh, absolutely. When when you think about you can assign something to somebody and they get it done that you don't have to be there and it'll be done in excellence because the passion and the leaders of Eight Days of Hope are so, well, I'm going to say that word again. They're passionate, they're gifted, they're talented, they don't, um, they don't hold anything back. They just pour it all out. So it gives you as an executive uh, of, the, of the organization – President of the organization. Let me, let me get to executive. I'm trying to. Whatever. It's, I'm a, I'm good a mucker, morning. I'm a mucker and a grinder. I mean, forget the fancy titles. At the end of the day, it's amazing this leadership team, how they come together yes. on a moment's notice. So, yeah. You know, we're in North Carolina and we put the plea out that we're going to Cedar Rapids. And while some of the leaders are in North Carolina, they're, they're calling home and talking to their spouses about. You know, shooting over to Cedar Rapids. Such great givers. Absolutely. Um, great servants. Hey, we want to go to our guest because I know he's got to cut out a little bit early today. Um, so we want to tell people that we have two days left, Mike, in this mm. amazing opportunity of a $200,000 matching gift that's going to allow us to buy the facility in Cedar Rapids. And Mm so two days, we're not there. In fact, I hate to say this, but we're not even close yet. Uh, But for the next two days, today and the next two days, you can donate online at 8daysofhope.com, 8daysofhope.com, or you can mail us a check. Um, we we will we still take checks. Hey. You can mail a check to our PO box. That's three two zero eight Tupelo, Mississippi three eight eight zero three. PO box thirty two zero eight Tupelo, Mississippi three eight eight zero three. And we have a couple days left on this match. A couple of donors got together, Mike. Okay. They love what God's doing through Eight Days of sure. Hope, and they want to help us secure that building. We have a friendly lease, but they want okay. us to purchase that building to be there for decades to come. So this is the time to give if you can. So if folks, if you step up and we can make that match that's an incredible gift to keep this thing up and running amen it, it is and so again we normally you know we don't start out with please and this is a very unique season but you know we've been deploying left and right and we're trying to get the word out we got a couple days and it, it is a true match mm-hmm. so it isn't one like don't right. worry we're going to give you the 200 at the end of the day every dollar you give to eight days of hope in the next three days online at eight days hope.com or mail a check we're going to be able to match dollar for dollar. Praise the Lord. Yes, Fantastic. Yeah. So much to go through today. We are excited to talk to our guest. We're going to bring him on in just a minute. But, man, we hope you're having a great day. Welcome to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. We'll be back in just a minute. Eight Days of Hope is thankful for ministry partners like Provia, a manufacturer of residential exterior building products. Provia's mission is to serve by caring for details, and each employee strives to do that every day. Provia combines automation and human craftsmanship in creating their doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. More about Provia's mission and products at Provia.com, P-R-O-V-I-A.com. Here's Steve Tiber, president of Eight Days of Hope. The fastest growing crime in America and across the world is those who have been trafficked, sex trafficking. Eight Days of Hope has decided to be a part of making a difference with the body of Christ around the country. It's amazing to think that there's 13,000 
animal shelters across the country, and that's a good thing, but there's only 600 beds for people who've been rescued from sex trafficking. And I know it's not a fun subject to talk about, but God has called the church to take its blinders off. Come be the hands and feet of Jesus. Every single month, somewhere in the country, we're gonna part with an existing ministry. And for 14 days, we're gonna bring skilled professionals to renovate, rebuild, or remodel a facility so that more can be rescued from this heinous crime. We would love to see you on a future trip. For more information about the ministry, our safe house construction ministry, please go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope, serving today in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, with the, uh, what did you call that? What was the name of the storm again? The one in North Carolina. No, no, no. The one in, in, in Cedar Rapids that began with the D word. Oh, Depache that. Uh, or Depache uh, or something? No, no. Straight line Direco. Wind. Oh, Direco. Direco. Okay. So Direco. <laughs> I learned something this morning. I love it. You teach Direco. me so much. Oh, anyway. boy. I'm telling you. <laughs> so volunteers are in Cedar Rapids serving families after those storms of a couple weeks ago. And again, we will decide in the next couple hours if we can extend this for a week. But if you live in the Midwest and we're here for another week, come hang out with us. It's free. We'll yeah. provide food and lodging. You're going to meet volunteers around the country. Now, we are practicing COVID-19 guidelines. Okay. We didn't really talk about that, Mike, but we have put some things in place, temperature checks and distancing, and when you lodge with us, you're going to have more space than ever in between <laughs> cots uh, when you sleep with us, just because well, there's so gonna, much going on. That's going to be good, because the guy that usually snores next to you, it's going to be a little... <laughs> you know what that's like? It's going to be a little more faint in the distance. <laughs> uh, we were telling the listeners we have three days left on this match, and Eight Days of Hope is primarily a volunteer-led organization, Mike. That, right. You know, rebuilt six 6,100 homes after natural disasters from Texas to North mm-hmm. Carolina, Tennessee, Iowa, New York, Illinois. We were in Hawaii when the volcano erupted sure. a couple years ago, really coast to coast. Mm-hmm. Well, can you tell listeners, Steve, just a little bit, the equipment that we need and the equipment that we have, some of the cost of that. I mean, it's not that we're just wow. uh, bringing yes. this, these finances in, so we're yeah. so just a practical overview. Sure. Of what, well, like, where that like money right goes. now in Cedar Rapids, we have two lift trucks. These okay. lifts will allow us to get trees off of houses. So, widows, elderly couples, single moms, you know, some people don't have insurance or or don't have the means so, to take care of this. A lift truck, what is that? What would they Eight, run? Around $85,000. $85,000. So we have two in Cedar Rapids. Okay. Uh, we have three Bobcats. Those are about 60 a pop. Okay. You know, we have a, a feeding trailer, a shower trailer, a rapid response trailer, trailers with uh, chainsaws and commercials, dehumidifiers, yeah. and fans. We have okay. you know 11 F-350s, okay. all paid for. <laughs> yeah. At the same time, um, just a huge, huge operation. Sure. I love what God has done, Mike. But that's why 
we got to step up to that match because oh when a donor gosh. comes up and says they're going to give us yes! what's that number again? Two hundred thousand dollar match. We got three days left. Three yeah. days. Three let's, days. Folks, let's jump on that because it's 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 helping helping the those that have by no means of their own have found themselves in a, a natural disaster. We need to help. Absolutely. Go to eightdaysofhope.com. Donate online. We've got three days left in the match. Or again, you can mail a check. P.O. Box thirty two zero eight Tupelo, Mississippi. 38803. The address is on our website, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Mike, this morning, I'm so Mm. excited to have this guest. All right, Mike. And actually, you and this guy are like my two best (laughs) friends in my whole world, right? Because I I think I only have two. No. But hey, (laughs) I love you both so much. But I I had the chance to meet this guy for the first time in, in I think it was like 2001. Okay. Uh, He lives in Tupelo, Mississippi, and his name is Wayne Van Lanningham. Wayne, good morning. Hey, how y'all doing? (laughs) How y'all doing? Mike? I knew that you all had to get in there. Uh, oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, Wayne, I've been practicing that all morning. No, you've been practicing about sixty years of your life. Wayne's calling from New Albany, Mississippi, and uh, man, I tell you, let me just get this out. Wayne and I, Mike, mm-hmm. are okay. as opposite as you can get. <laughs> as opposite as you can get. But I tell you, what a heart of gold, Wayne. Wayne is our vice president with 80s Hope, and he's the only other original leader since day one that's been with the team. Wayne, good morning. How are you, my friend? I'm doing good. Wayne, um, I know your wife, Margaret, and your two children, Elizabeth and David, and now two grandsons, um, you know, have been involved since with Eight Days of Hope since day number one, and you know you and I know how how you got kind of connected. Let's let's kind of bypass that today, but on that first trip to Bay St. Louis, Waveland, Mississippi, when you and your wife, your son, your daughter traveled to the Gulf Coast, did you ever imagine? Did you ever even dare to think that Eight Days of Hope, fifteen years later? Um, that God would allow us to uh, to to have the impact for the kingdom. That is, did you ever think that this could be? Well, yes. <laughs> no! Oh, yes. That, that that wasn't the answer you were expecting. No, 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 no. You know, talking about where this first got started. You know, I don't even recall uh, you asking me about this. I, I remember what you said. You know, uh, would you like to do this? And it sounded like an adventure to me, and immediately I said yes. Uh, I don't recall the time or place. You told me where. But I do remember, and it wasn't because of, you know, insight or knowledge or anything, but after we got to brainstorming and praying, I do recall this statement. I said, Steve, this could get really big really fast. (laughs) I remember that. No no clue what would happen 15 years later. Um, you know, didn't know what was going to happen the next day. But I do recall that statement, but I had no idea that we'd be branched out in the different ministries we are, the number of volunteers that have come, come with us. I, I didn't have a clue about that. So um, I, I guess the answer you wanted is, no, I didn't really know. I, <laughs> okay, okay. But, I do, but I do recall that statement. Wow. So, Wayne, let me ask you, because your background, and you are the treasurer as well uh, as the vice president, and, you know, you retired from a a, a large bank, and so I know you're a numbers guy, also with a big heart, but 
what you have a story that comes to mind that now you're dealing with numbers and a situation comes up and you think how is this going to work out and just run something by us we call it a god story but i mean from the from the numbers end of things well from the beginning till cedar rapids it was pretty much a hand to mouth ministry uh there was no extra funds for anything uh, and I wasn't in Cedar Rapids when this happened, uh, but I recall the story that we were waiting on a grant to come through, or the partner was waiting on a grant to come through. Well, it wasn't coming through. And, you know, we were on the verge of do we cancel because we don't have money, or do we go ahead hoping the grant would come through? Well, the story is that the leaders that were at Cedar Rapids getting ready for the event <laughs> went into a room and just prayed about it. Yep. Wow. Said, what are we going to do? And then they started pitching their personal credit cards on the table <laughs> I and remember. adding them up. I remember. And, and, you know, I'm thinking, oh, my, you know, <laughs> would I have done that if I was there? But, but they did. And and prayed about it, mm. and then when they walked out of the room, guess what? The grant had come through. Oh, yeah, the phone rang. From, the phone from, rang. From that from that day till this day, I promise you, we have not worried about money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, um, <clears throat> you know, talking about numbers. Um, and 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 I just had an email just this week from a guy that said. You know, from my dad's estate, we want to give, you know, eight days of hope, uh, some amount of money. And he said, don't get ahead of yourself. It's only $1,000. And I wanted to tell the guy, only $1,000 can be multiplied, uh, you know, when God's hand is in it. So, being the numbers guy, I look back, and guess what? 94% of our individual donations are of donations of a thousand dollars or less. Oh, oh my wow. gosh! Isn't See, I didn't something? even know that. <clears throat> well, I'm learning now, a lot today. Granted, <laughs> I'm learning yeah, a lot today. granted, we have we have national partners that you know write the big boy checks, but it encourages me so much to see the donations that come through. And I'm thinking about the guy that gives five dollars a month every month like clockwork you can set your calendar mm. uh, on him incredible <clears throat> and you know and I'm, I'm thinking this may be all this guy can afford but he's sending five dollars a month yeah and and you know over the course of the year that's sixty dollars you yeah. know uh, amen and and so that impresses me uh just to see um even those little amounts come through consistently every month um, but, but yeah, you know, um, that speaks a lot and I'm, I'm fortunate to see that. You know, Wayne, Wayne, I was in that room in Cedar Rapids. Now in 08, a flood hit Cedar Rapids. And that's one of the reasons why our Midwest satellite, and we're in Cedar Rapids today right. serving Mike, but sure. that's why our satellite's going to be there. We have a lot of long-term friends, friends mm-hmm. from 12 years ago okay. uh, there. And I was in that room, Wayne. It was a, I believe it was a quarter million dollar grant. It was going to buy all the materials. We were going to rebuild about 150 homes and the grant fell through. And I remember looking at the leaders. I think there was about 12 or 13 of us. And 
some people joined the meeting. They weren't leaders, but I said, why don't you come today? Why don't you come and pray with us? <laughs> with then, your credit card. <laughs> they, had, they had no idea where I was going in that meeting, but, you know, it was amazing. Every single person, Wayne, every person in the meeting um, had at least one credit card. They were willing now, now to, to offer so we can buy the materials. Not one person said, Steve, you are going to repay me, right? Oh, wow. No one asked that question. Now, the answer would have been no. Steve's not going to do anything because God's going to do it. Sure. You know, who am I? But but to your point, Wayne, that is how Eight Days of Hope has operated pretty much since day one. Um, Wayne, your son, David, who I've always had a fondness for, I had a chance to watch him grow up a little bit with uh, one of my kids. And um, I think on the first trip, he was, he was earning his Eagle Scout. He is an Eagle Scout, but his project was collecting things for the hurricane victims. And so I know you were a proud dad back then, but why don't you share with the listeners a little bit about that project and what that meant to you as a family watching your son get engaged? Yeah, David was working on his Eagle Scout rank uh, at the time. And of course, Eagle Scouts have to choose a project, get it approved, um, and then work on it. Uh, and, And that project has to be something of some significance and the idea is to not do everything yourself, but to coordinate the project, manage the project, get others involved. Uh, and so his project was um, um, preparing housewarming containers for the um, the folks down on the on the coast that we were going to serve. And the idea was that for every house we worked on, we'd provide one of these housewarming containers to the family. Now, the housewarming containers were 40-gallon rubber-made containers that contained anything that you would give a family as a housewarming gift. It took about <clears throat> it took about 130 or $140 worth of product wow. to fill this 40-gallon container. Well, you know, we, we, we had no idea uh, how many containers, but, but once the word got out and people started donating product or money, uh, we would go and purchase the product and put it in the container. It was kind of interesting, uh, you know, collected a lot of money. We went to, went to the store, and I think we had 13 shopping carts full of product when we went through the checkout line. The, the, the cash register ticket was, uh, it was way taller than me. uh, (laughs) when we got done, we loaded all that stuff in a vehicle, carried it to a spot, laid it all out on the floor and started, uh, Steve, you and your family helped us with packing those containers. Then, uh, then David got Stephen and his other classmates to help him load those containers on a trailer. And, and so I think we wound up with over 40 of those containers right. uh, to carry down to the coast. And, you know, we, 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 had, we had the volunteers, you know, whatever home you're working on, grab one of these containers, take it to the family. But a unique thing about it, every container... On the top of the container, it, it, it contained a Bible, and and the folks had written 
some word of encouragement, scripture verse, uh, and taped it to the inside of the lid. So when a person opened it up, there was a note from whoever prepared that container, and there was a there was a Bible on top of the on top of the product there. Um, you know, yeah, we helped him with it, but to watch him do it sure. and and yeah. get his classmates involved, sure. adults involved, yeah, I was I was proud of that that time oh, and uh, sure, you know. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a good time, and he earned his Eagle Scout rank, and good for uh, you know just a pl- just a plug for that. That has served him well to this day. Amen. To have that on his resume. Amen. So I would just encourage, you know, yeah, you know that that was just um, that served him well. Um, You're listening to Hope Reigns as a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Today we're sharing some God-sized mission stories from the mission field uh, while volunteers are in Cedar Rapids serving after the recent storms of a couple weeks ago. Today's guest is Wayne Van Lanningham. He's the vice president of Eight Days of Hope. The only other original leader since day number one, Mike. He goes, he's old. No, if he's old, I'm older, because I, you know, I go way back, too, but uh, no, he's not old. Um, Mike, so here's a perfect example okay. of someone listening today saying, you know, I'm not a contractor, I'm not a builder, I've never painted, I don't know how to do flooring, what can I do at Eight Days of Hope? Here's a, a, a kid, a teenager, right. he sees an opportunity to be a, a glimpse of hope to those who are hopeless, Sure. and this Eagle Scout uh says hey dad mom i want to help bring containers of products mm-hmm. uh to the gulf coast after katrina there's something for everybody but here's another classic example mike of how god can use everybody to be the hands and feet of jesus yes see god can use everybody and we cannot not we cannot say no he'll mm-hmm. drop the vision in your heart as he did in, in wayne's son and then you start thinking well how can i Pay for this? How can I get? That's a loaves and fish story, right it there. It is. I mean, it is. It, it's it's stepping out and and moving forward with um, what is in your heart to do. And this young man just said, "Dad, we got to do this." And look at what, what happened. What forty containers sure. and uh, a, a shopping list bigger <laughs> ticket bigger, bigger than, than Wayne. Wayne, and he's a tall right. guy. Yeah, he's, he's not four feet one, right? I mean, he's, he is. He's, he's a tall guy. Yeah. You, you know what's interesting is the plan originally, Mike, was to help out one family, and here right. we are, six thousand families later. Oh, wow. Right? When David said yes, I'm going to bring these containers and I'm going to do something. He didn't know if we were going to help out ten families or five families or thirteen families, mm-hmm. but that I just love how God moves. Wayne, you've been on many trips, so you know you've been a leader, you're an event leader. Um, you know, recently uh, I know that you ventured up to Cedar Rapids a couple weeks ago to take some stuff up there. You've been all around the country. You've met people from coast to coast what makes eight days of hope so unique in your mind to the volunteer well i would say it's uh it's family friendly and and our our own story is margaret i david and elizabeth uh went on that first trip to the to the mississippi gulf coast um so that was an opportunity for your whole family to get involved in ministry work. Well, when we got down there, we saw other entire families come in, uh, and and these were families with little babies, and and uh, you know maybe the maybe the mom stayed back 
tended the kids while the dad, uh, a skilled tradesman, went out and worked. Mm. But that, that's what's unique about Eight Days of Hope, especially the rebuilding side of it. It's family-friendly. You can come with children. It's a safe environment. Um, we provide all the logistics. You don't have to worry about where you're going to lodge, where you're going to eat, where you're going to work. You don't have to worry about materials. If you just show up with a servant's heart, there's a place for you. Um, and again, yeah, we need skilled tradesmen, but we also need people that are that are skilled in, in other ways. There is something for everybody to do if you come with Amen. a servant's heart. Amen. Yeah, so, so, so you know, uh, yeah, go ahead, Mike. No, you go ahead. Finish. Well, I, I was going to say, um, our whole family uh, attended these events together until our kids started college and, you know, were out of the house. And Margaret and I have attended all of the rebuilding trips together. And, and that's what I, I consider myself fortunate, that my wife does this with me. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm really fortunate that we can do this together. Um, so to the folks out there, um, come, bring your family, bring your spouse, uh, you'll fall in love with it. You know, the, 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 the saddest day of an eight days of hope event is the last yeah, day absolutely. when everybody is yeah. saying goodbye. Sure. But the first day is fantastic because you're looking around to see all the folks you know that have returned. And then over the course of eight days, you meet other folks that you, you know, you, 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 you meet them, you get to know them. Uh, and so you look forward to seeing them on the next event. Amen. So it's it's almost like a it's almost like a family reunion. Yeah, that's, or, what, that's what I was going to say. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Or an eight day revival. And oh yeah, you get to go out and work during the day <laughs> and worship at night. So oh. it is it is a unique experience. So I would encourage anybody that you know that can um, to come and give it a try. You know. Wayne, I've just had a God experience with this conversation right now, because I was going to ask you, what's Margaret's role in all this? <laughs> and I think you went through and explained yeah. it, but uh, it is a blessing to have your wife along inside you. But what, what, just briefly, what, what is Margaret's role? Well, let me, let me back up outside of the event. Of course, I'm the treasurer. I keep the, the, the books, the spreadsheet. Uh, she does as much accounting work for eight days of hope as I do. Uh, that's that's what folks don't see. Sure. Uh, but both she and I um, have accounting degrees, and um, and so she helps me tremendously on that side. Then at the event, um, most often both of us will just drop in wherever there's a need. That could be at the at the registration desk, you know, of course, folks come in, there's a lot of folks. Um, and so she'll jump in right there and, and get the folks registered. I think she really likes that part because she gets to meet everybody. Yeah, she's a people are, person. Yeah, yeah I, I can, I can the, see that. The moms, the dads, the kids coming in, she connects with the kids. Uh, and then you'll see them in passing when they come in from the job site. She'll ask them how the day was you know, how the day went, 
you know, you'll see the little kids come in just dirty from head to toe, so you know they had a good day. Uh, so, so she'll jump in there, but then when it kind of slows down at the registration desk, she jumps out there and goes on a job site. Um, and, and so she really likes doing that, too. Um, you know, when you uh, yeah. the listener might not know this, but a typical rebuilding trip at Eight Days of Hope, you, you can have the last five trips. We've averaged three thousand volunteers. Three thousand. You know, think about that, Mike. Ooh. Three thousand people are being mm-hmm. provided a place to sleep. They eat uh, really good. I mean, really Real good. good. Yeah. Uh, they meet people from around the country. They get a couple great looking T-shirts every morning and evening. Starts and ends with worship and devotion, and they meet families mm-hmm. who have nowhere to turn. And then a stranger shows up, and eight days later, their home has either been rebuilt, or renovated, or has taken a huge step forward. Sure. And I know we got to go to break, Mike, but eight days of hope, the number eight in the Bible means new beginnings. That's what That's right. eight days of hope is all about. That's right. And Wayne said it best the toughest job in eight days of hope is the last day when you got to pack know, up and go home I know. because you get so bonded with yes. people, and the Lord meets you, and yes. things are just moving and shaking for, for the good. We're going to be back here in just a minute. We're talking to Wayne Van Leningham here on Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. He's the vice president and actually also the treasurer of Eight Days of Hope, the only other original leader other than myself for go. the last 15 years. Wayne, when we come back in a minute, um, I want to talk a little bit about the 15-year anniversary coming up for Eight Days of Hope. We've got a couple days left on this matching gift in Cedar Rapids. So a uh, $200,000 matching gift. If you can help us to secure and purchase this building as our Midwest satellite, go to the website, 8daysofhope.com, or you can also mail a check. A couple days left to match. But when we come back, we're going to talk to Wayne about the match briefly. We're going to talk a little bit about Uh, The time I found you praying on the beach in Bay St. Louis. We're going to do that here in a minute. You're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Eight Days of Hope thanks Provia for their support. Provia is a manufacturer of residential exterior building products. Provia combines automation with human craftsmanship in creating their doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. More information about the variety of products is available at Provia.com. That's P-R-O-V-I-A.com. Here's Steve Tiber, president of Eight Days of Hope. 2020 is going to be a busy year, and you'll have plenty of opportunities to come love and serve those in need with Eight Days of Hope. One of the new arms of the ministry is our safe house construction ministry. We travel the country and we partner with an existing ministry and help them renovate, build, or remodel facility to provide a safe place for those who've been rescued from sex trafficking. For more information, as always, please go to our website. Eight Days of Hope started as a disaster relief ministry, and it has continued to grow since then. We partner with an organization called Bigger Than Ball. Bigger Than Ball partnered with us when we went to Houston, Texas after Hurricane Harvey. We partnered with the Houston Astros, we rebuilt eight baseball diamonds in Bigger Than Ball, then put on a free sports camp. Eight Days of Hope is much more than disaster relief. For more information about this ministry or any arms of the ministry of Eight Days of Hope, please go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. Come be the hands and feet of Jesus.
Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. And Mike, when I hear yes. that song by Mandisa, I think of Wayne's daughter Elizabeth and my daughter <laughs> Hannah. I remember. Now we got to go back a couple years, but sure. every morning during a rebuilding event, we play that song. Okay. And every morning they would come out dressed as something different—a pirate <laughs> or a spaceman or a cheerleader, a Gumby, a Gumby—and they would get the people out of their seats at 6.30 in the morning, and it started every day. And to this day, we mm-hmm. play that song every morning. Great memories, though, with Elizabeth and Hannah. Absolutely. They were so vibrant, and oh, they just, they I mean, when they first pop up on that stage, I mean, at that time in the morning, they didn't worry about their hair fixed up or anything like that. They just yeah. came out like, I'm excited for, we're, we got another day here, and they're just throwing balloons around, and I gotta send you that picture too. They squirted you with that. that, that oh, that, uh, that that that. What is that stuff? Uh, spray silly string. spring or what? Yeah. Silly string. Yeah, yeah, right, right. It was just a fun time. Now it seems like yesterday, but Elizabeth is married, has a oh, child, wow. and oh. Hannah is getting married in five weeks. Yes. So oh, whatever happened to those little boy. girls? They grow up. They I grow know, up too fast. I and yeah. I know you got one as well. Yes. With with a bunch of grandkids. But oh, yes. hey, um, welcome to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. We're in Cedar Rapids, Iowa today. Uh, two weeks ago, a storm came through and thousands and thousands and thousands of homes mm. had damage, tree damage, roofs torn off. We've been there for a couple of weeks. We're going to announce here in a couple hours, but there's a chance we're going to stay here another week. So go to our website and you'll either find out by noon today if we're staying or if we're leaving. Um, but just be praying for those families because, Mike, whenever we leave a disaster, sure. we don't finish every single house. Right. There's always somebody else in need. But we get we had a chance to meet widows, mm. elderly couples. We met families. Absolutely. We met people who had nowhere to turn. And then eight days of hope, strangers showed up Absolutely. and now are lifelong friends. This has been an amazing two weeks. And keep this in mind, whether you can go or not, everybody can pray. Yes. If you can volunteer, please do, and everybody can donate. Yes, and and, and let me bring Wayne Van Lanham. He's on our guest. So let's talk a minute about donations, uh, Wayne. $53 million of work has been done for free over the last 15 years, and we've got this match, Wayne. You know, we have our facility, our national headquarters in Tupelo, Mississippi. We have a Northeast satellite in Buffalo, New York. We're a debt-free organization. Both buildings are paid for, or we stay there at no charge. And now this this facility in Cedar Rapids, we have a couple donors, a small group of people got together saying, hey, we love you. We want you to be here for decades to come. So if there's a tornado in Kansas or something in Nebraska or Minnesota or Iowa, like we are right now, you can get here really quick. And so we have a $200,000 match okay. from donors mm-hmm. that's good for three more days. Wayne, Ooh. I know you're an ex-banker. But what does it mean to have every dollar doubled when you're a nonprofit, especially during a time like COVID-19 when raising money isn't easy and fun? But, Wayne, what are your thoughts about this match? Well, obviously, it's the principle of compounding. Um, 
you know, nowhere can you get a 100% return in the market today. <laughs> That's what you're getting here is a 100% return. Amen. So, you know, if, if folks can give, even if it's the $5 that I mentioned before, um, a lot of those $5 add up. They do. And when they're doubled, uh, it just makes all the difference in the world. So I would just encourage everybody to give any amount possible if they feel led to. You know, um, so this is a perfect time to give. Yeah. Thank you, Wayne. I love hearing Wayne ask. <laughs> you know, we all have different gifts, right? And, That's and, right. And, and, you know, Wayne and Margaret are so gifted with numbers. And just so people know out there, we have an independent audit done every year. We're okay. a member of ECFA, which is a, a great standard for an or, a Christian organization sure. to to meet those those. Um, I don't want to say qualifications, but standards. Right. And uh, Wayne is the guy, Mike, that mm-hmm. will email me and say, your expenses were turned in and you're 16 cents off, so know that the deposit will be less. <laughs> and I'm like, Wayne, you're killing me. But um, that's why we love Wayne. That's why, like you said earlier, we got great, great leadership yes. uh, in the organization. That's yep. why yep. I believe God is blessing us. Amen. Amen. And, and Wayne's a volunteer, as is Margaret. So here's my funny Wayne story. One, I have many. So, <laughs> okay. Wayne, pray that I go before you in life, because if I speak at your funeral, they are going to be rolling in the aisles, because I've got some good ones on you, buddy. But, but uh, And then just remember it goes both ways. <laughs> I know it does. I know it does. So, you know, it's eight days of hope one, Mike, okay. and uh reception on telephones was not very good and mm-hmm. actually the power was out for mm-hmm. months down mm-hmm. after hurricane katrina and i'm looking for wayne we have a major issue and i needed to talk to wayne you know he was the right hand guy and he he op, you know he balances sure. me out you know yeah. i'm very emotional passionate he's very well steve Let's think about this, right? So anyways, so I'm looking for Wayne. Urgent, urgent. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy. I saw his his vehicle on the beach. And he's parked on the beach looking toward the water. So I'm thinking, oh my gosh, is Wayne okay? Is something wrong? So I you know, get out of my car. I walked his car and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, he's praying. This dude is praying. He's a prayer warrior. I'm not even close to being as holy as Wayne because here we are in the middle of craziness and he sneaks away for five minutes to be praying to our Father in heaven. And I thought, well, do I wait? Well, he is praying for a long time. And I thought, wait a minute. Oh, boy. Is he praying? Here we go. Or do I tap on his window? Yeah. And all of a sudden, he stopped praying and he kind of woke up and looked at me. (laughs) But, Wayne, were you really sleeping or were you praying? Well, I'm not going to answer that question (laughs) on the grounds it may incriminate. Oh, it incriminate. Wayne, we only got a couple minutes left. I've got one question, and I know Mike has one for you as well. But 15 years, Wayne, it's coming up around the corner. August 29th, Katrina hit the Gulf Coast, and that following week, the birth of 80s Hope started. Technically, I would say December would be our 15th year anniversary when we deployed What's going through your mind in the last 15 years? Just give us a thought or two of what you're thinking. And as you look back, maybe a fond memory or just something that you hold on to, um, the goodness of God and, and how he continues to to allow us to, to minister to the hurting. Well, 15 years later, looking back, you know, you can see, and, and, and I've, I've said this and written this before, you can see all the doors that were opened and closed along the way to get us to the point we are today. 
and that's exciting to see uh, how God was directing this ministry. Uh, so, so I like to look back uh, and see what has been done. Uh, but then, I guess I wouldn't say the older I get, maybe the more mature I get. What's even more exciting is to be still and watch what God is doing in real time. And and this began to happen with me at our Tupelo event, which was, I don't know, six years ago, five or six years ago. And so now I'm looking for it at every event where in in the chaos, it could be the morning rush when, right. you know, hundreds of people are departing for a job just to be still and watch what's going on. And and that has impressed me uh, tremendously over the last few years. Um, you know, um, because I think as long as we keep God in the center of this ministry, we serve people uh, without restriction, without strings, God will bless this ministry, and, and even what we've seen over the past 15 years and the, the, the growth, the expansion, I don't think we can envision what might happen over the next 15 years. So all I would say is, you know, tighten your belt and hang on, because who knows where it's going to be uh, in 15 years. So, Wayne, do you see something ahead? I mean, it started off... Uh, in 2005, yep. uh, is and just a disaster relief. We went to disaster rebuilding, rapid response, distribution ministry, safe houses, COVID-19. What else could there be? Do you see anything down the road? Well, I'm not a I'm not a prophet. I can't see that far ahead, um, but. I just know if, if we if we keep our eyes open, it'll be made obvious to Amen. us. That's right. You know, Amen. three Amen. years ago, we were not talking about safe houses. A few more years prior to that, we weren't talking about distribution ministry. Uh, we tried several years ago to, to get in the rapid response ministry, but that door closed on us. We couldn't move forward at that time. Then a few years later... Uh, it was it was a, a wide open door and we was able to get started there. So what I'm saying is we couldn't have envisioned the things we're into right now right. several years ago. Right. And so I don't I can't envision what we might be uh mm-hmm. what might be the next thing. But but I just say if you know, if our leadership stays grounded uh the way they have been the past fifteen years uh, those doors will be obvious to us, and there may be some we, we obviously need to go through. There'll be some doors closed that we want to go into that uh, we just can't. So, uh, you know, we just we just have to we just have to be aware of of where God is leading this ministry, and as long as we know it's His ministry, uh, we don't have to worry about where it's going. That's a good answer. Yeah. Talking to Wayne Van Lanham, the vice president of Eight Days of Hope. It's a ministry that helps 
people rebuild their homes for free after natural disasters. Uh, this past month, we were in North Carolina after Hurricane ECS um, with some of the tornado damage in Leland, North Carolina. Right now, we're in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, helping out families who suffered significant tree damage to their homes or their property. Power was out of Cedar Rapids almost a week. We're still there. More information, go to 8daysofhope.com. And we have this $200,000 match that is good for three days. And we are trying to secure that facility in Cedar Rapids to be our Midwest satellite for decades to come. And Wayne being the vice president treasurer and the only other original leader with the ministry 15 years later. Wayne, we appreciate your heart for the ministry. We love your family, your special um, we're so thankful for you. And before you go, Mike, would you pray for Wayne and Margaret, David, Elizabeth, and just for God's hand uh, protection and sure. favor on their family? Sure. Father, we're so grateful that this family has heard the call on their lives as a family to serve in the, the individual giftings they have. We thank you for Wayne and, and Margaret and David and Elizabeth and the stories that we've heard that how you've worked in them and through them. But God, I pray for tremendous blessing and favor, yes. family unity, safety, Amen. keep them health, healthy. Thank you for blessing their finances and then using them powerfully in the days to come in all the areas that you call them to do. We know with your hand on their life, they'll be successful in all that they're called to do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. How hot is it in Mississippi today, Wayne? Is it 120 or 106? <laughs> well, it always feels like it's over 100. I know, um, I know. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been there, done that. I own that T-shirt for 20 years. So I, I understand. But you just don't wear one T-shirt a day, Mike. you got to have about three. Cause three you, or four, yeah. Yeah, those three showers. Hey, Wayne, thank you so much. Wayne Van Lanning with 8 Days of Hope. God bless you, brother. We'll talk to you soon. All right. See y'all. Oh, my gosh. How do you not love that guy, Mike? He I'm is just you. as – I mean, don't hear this the wrong way. He's simple. Mm-hmm. He is a matter-of-fact. And it, to him, it's all about sharing Jesus. He keeps it so simple – you see a need, step up and find a way to help out with that need. But in his simplicity, there's a depth there. Oh, yes. And a wisdom there. Oh, yeah. And a calm, you know, like things that just get, can get out of control. And he'll say, well, by the way, I think that we should just pray for a moment. No, I, I'm not trying to. No, you know, you're right, though. He just, you're right. Or he'll say right. something that you, you, you and I have been in conversations around the board meetings, so we'll mm-hmm. just say, I, I didn't think about that, Wayne. That's, sure. that, that's awesome. Sure. So his depth of, of knowledge is awesome. So he's very detail-oriented. He's a ex-banker. He just retired about a year ago. His okay. wife and him help out uh, the finances. And like I said, 8 Days of Hope is ECFA certified. But we only got a couple of minutes left. We've got this match in Cedar Rapids, and it's real, Mike. We've okay. got two things going on. Um, we have uh, our national headquarters in Mississippi. Okay. Um, Buffalo, New York is our northeast satellite. So when there's a flood in Ohio, a snow storm in Massachusetts, a tornado in Michigan, we can respond. Mm-hmm. And we're opening up in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, where we're at this week yes. and have been for two weeks helping families. And so the whole Midwest, Kansas, Nebraska, Iowa, Indiana, Minnesota, Wisconsin, we're going to have equipment okay. and leaders. We're not going to have anything. God's going to have his go. people That's and it. his yeah. equipment in Cedar Rapids. And we want to purchase this building. Okay. And we have a gift. We have an offer of a $200,000 matching grant that's been around for this month. And there's three days left. Mm. Mike, we've only got a minute. But man, oh man, this is the time. If you could give five, 25, 
$50. It doubles. Sure. Go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. I'll give you the mailing address in a minute. But it's really important, Mike. we got three days left. Well, and, and Wayne said it best. Uh, where do you get 100% return? <laughs> yeah, come I on. Mean, think come of, on. Think about the donor that said, I believe in this so much, and we want to help people. So. They're actually challenging us, me, you, Steve, to, and, and all of mm. us to say, let's step up and match that because who knows what's going to happen next, the next thing, that yeah. disaster or whatever comes up next. This equipment will always be there then to be used to help. Yep, in Cedar Rapids today, we have about $400,000 of equipment being used today that has been provided by past owners. Again, 160 sure. volunteer leaders with 8 Days of Hope. It's a very unique time. I know we got a couple of minutes left, but please, 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 P.O. Mm. Box 3208, 3208, Tupelo, Mississippi, 38803. The address is on our website, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as well. Another good week, Mike. I oh. tell you, I love Wayne. I love his heart. I love sure. that he shared that story in Cedar Rapids in 2008, yeah. where God showed up in a big way. But, you know, he's just an easy guy to love. I remember that story that you had shared some time yes. ago about the credit card situation. And it, I didn't prompt him to say that. I was That was yeah. the exact story that I'm glad he came out with, because that was a pivotal point in the ministry, that God's looking down and saying, these guys are, are, are trusting me and believing me. I'm going to show my mighty hand. And that grant came through, yeah. and the ministry has been blessed. It's Abraham and Isaac. Then. It's that story in the Bible of Abraham yes, having yes. faith, not knowing. When those leaders said, all right, you can use my credit card. There might be 2,000 available or 5,000 or 100. Um, but it was amazing how, how once again, God Absolutely. showed up. Hey, next month, between September 12th and 26th, we are renovating our next facility to provide a safe place for girls who've been rescued from sex trafficking, yes. the fastest growing crime in the world and in America. We're going to be in Indianapolis, and we are going to be there for 14 days. You can come for as little as three days. You need to be skilled, but if you're interested, please email us at safehouse, safehouse at 8 Days of Hope. Safehouse at 8daysofhope.com will provide a place for you to sleep. Uh, we'll give you some great food. Uh, you'll meet Frank Reich, the head coach of the Annapolis Colts. Him and Linda oversee the ministry. And um, we're going to have a great time, September 12th to the 26th. But time is running out. That's in just a couple weeks. Yes. I'm going to be there. Are you going to be there? I'm going to paint. <clears throat> You are. I am. So you're, you, you are now, you graduated yes, at a skilled I am. level? They, yeah, they give me, well, just in painting <laughs> and eating, I guess. Maybe, eating, I don't know. Skilled eater. I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> hey, thanks for joining us today. You've been listening to Hope Reigns. My name is Steve Tiber, along with Mike Fiala. Father, we thank you for the mm, audience today yes. that listened, maybe hearing on the podcast. Thank you for Wayne and his heart. Yes. Father, be with the volunteers in Cedar Rapids. Keep them safe. Lord, we lift up this this match to you, Lord. Mm -hmm. Um you provide all that, that is needed, Lord. We trust you. Thank you, Father. Yes. You're in control. Thank we you. love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Next week, we will be back here on the same time, same day. And again, if you want to listen to some former or podcasts from years gone by or months gone by, maybe months gone by, go to the website 8daysofhope.com. Again, Steve Tiber along with Mike Fiella. More information about the ministry, go to 8daysofhope.com. You've been listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope. Thanks for listening to Hope Reigns from 8 Days of Hope. 
Come back next week for more God-sized stories from across the country. To listen to this or a previous episode of Hope Reigns, please visit our show archive at 8daysofhope.com.